0: 2018 is here at our doorsteps, and it's time to talk about the movies we're most looking forward to in the next 12 months. I'm Mike, and I'm Darren, and this is Pop (laughs) Score. Top on the fall Entertainment Movie Review Podcast, and today we're not reviewing any movies, we're previewing an entire year. Woo! That's how it works. So, I'm still Mike. And I'm still Dan. And today, we are looking at every conceivable movie that we will probably see. Now, bear in mind, we... Well, in for 2018, by the way. Bear in mind, we don't have our Oscar nominations yet. We do not. Which will probably affect things. Probably. And, and obviously, we do get a lot of smaller movies getting announced further on in the year that we can't really... No make any sort of, like, predictions for. This is pretty just the big blockbusters, the temple movies that have had their flags in the sand for quite a few
1: months now. The things we like that you feel you're going to like too. Obviously. Um, now, I will point out just quickly before we start, I'm already ahead of the game. I've got one movie done in 2018. Well done. I have watched Free billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Um, Don't know why it's getting all of the rave reviews. It's fine, it's good, it's funny, but... yeah. Having not watched last year's Oscar movies, I don't know why it's up against a but there we go. Um, so yeah, we're just going to go through this in chronological order. Now, if you listened to our preview last year, uh, we timed ourselves so this uh, didn't turn into a four-hour podcast. We're going to do the same, but we've given ourselves a little bit of wiggle room on movies we really want to discuss in detail. Um, just because we feel we'll have more to say than just 30 seconds worth each. Um, however... First movie of the year is Coco in January, um, the day before my birthday. Uh, Oh wait, no, today! It is the nineteenth of January. Coco's coming out today. My God. Um, And here is my 30 second preview. Um, It's Pixar, so we know we're going to go watch it. Um, I'm going to endeavour this year to pick up the only two Pixar movies I haven't seen, Cars 2 and Cars 3. (laughs) Um, But this has been out for a long time in America and got really good reviews. It seems it's like a smart decision for them to do um, something on the lines of inside out where they're dealing with real people and real emotions, hitting you hard that way, but also playing up the kind of cartoonish aspects of the Day of the Dead. Really good idea, real fun concept. A bit tricky with Disney dealing with death, but I'm excited.
0: I'm also excited for this movie as well. Um, I can't say that it's going to be... Maybe not as timeless as, say, The Incredibles or Finding Nemo, etc., etc. However, like you say, getting good reviews. I love The Day of the Dead. It sucks that we didn't get this in October like the rest of the world. But hopefully now, you know, maybe that's our payoff for getting Star Wars a day early. So mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks, Disney. So yeah, I'm hoping for more of a, in my opinion, a big hero 6 than maybe a middling sort of good dinosaur.
1: Yeah. Uh, right. Right. That's it for January. <laughs> now, obviously, again, that will change when the Oscar movies get announced and we kind of have to go and watch those. Um, I will endeavour to be part of that podcast this year, Mike, can't just sit there <laughs> making stupid remarks. Um, but, uh, now, February, we've both not chosen to highlight the only movie in February, which is Black Panther. Um, which I always thought it was weird they bring it out in February forgetting that February is Black, Black History Month, Month so yeah. it makes all the sense there in the world you know um, but I think because this is coming up relatively soon it'll be probably our first big review of the year on the podcast neither of us is really going to talk about this in depth no we can't I'm not going to limit
0: myself to 30 seconds but you know I keep seeing the fucking trailers for this movie oh
1: god yeah I'm bored of
0: the trailer They're now it's everywhere I mean like it's going to be good guys did you know it's going to be
1: good it's a Marvel movie it's going to be good but it's all indicators are really good. Like, a lot of people are really excited for this. Like, this is the movie they're really excited for. The only movie they're excited for prior to um, Avengers Infinity War coming out. Uh, across the board. So, it's got good vibrations at the moment. Mm, and good I vibraniums. No! See... Oh, well done, Michael. As yeah. though I am sick of the trailers, I've liked everything I've seen in the trailers. Mm. I'm not picking up any weak points yet, other than Chazwick... Boseman occasionally be a bit Marvel-moved. Apart, um, apart
0: from that, it seems to be, I mean, they've got a stellar cast on board. They've they've definitely got possibly one of the most unique-looking and unique-sounding Marvel movies, mm. which I think <clears> is completely <throat> to its credit.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not going to be a cookie-cutter. Because, I mean, say what you're a little bit, Ant-Man and Doctor Strange, they didn't stray too far no. from the established. This looks like it will. So I'm excited for that. That's coming out on February 18th. Uh, a month away from her first Marvel movie of the year. Holy shit, we are in a very treasured time. Yeah. Uh Right, March brings us Tomb Raider on the 16th. Would you like to go first, Michael? Oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. So this
0: uh, reboot starring Alicia Vikander is probably going to be better than the Angelina Jolie movies. We say that because they were essentially uh, box office trash. All right. This one looks pretty good. It looks fairly promising. It seems to be channeling more the 2013 and 2015 slash 16... Uh, Tomb Raider reboot games, which is very, very, very good source material. I can't say I'm all up to speed on Alicia Vikander as an actress. However, if you're working off the base of those excellent games, it should be hard to go wrong. But hey, we've been wrong before Assassin's Creed. Darren?
1: Yeah, the 2000, whatever it was 13 game already felt like a movie pitch. So it's not going to have the hardest of jobs adapting it because it's pretty streamlined already. Um, I've only seen Alice Vikander in... Um, oh God, I forgot its name. Ex Machina. She's pretty decent in that. It's a very small cast, so she has to uh, lumber a lot in that. But uh, yeah, very promising. She looks the part. The poster's awful. This might be the first good video game movie. It can't possibly be worse than that. Oh God, we hope. I know. We we started off actually with the worst video game movie, probably of them all. So it's (laughs) Mm, not going to harm us. But I said in my my review of 2017. Hopefully, we look back on Assassin's Creed as the Batman and Robin of the piece. Of like right, the lowest of the fucking low, and this will be Batman Begins. Of like right, we're out the trough now. The only way is up, and here we go. Um, Pacific Rim Uprising, Michael, you flagged as one of your three choices to talk about. Yep. So please do go ahead because I have exactly zero interest in this movie.
0: I know, and I still don't get why you didn't like the first don't Pacific Rim that first movie at all. I know, but this the first movie ticked all the boxes for me. Like great direction. Fantastic set design. you got to remember that most of those sets were physically built. They aren't mm-hmm. just all CG bollocks. A really good story. Uh, one that sort of deals with like a a fully international cast as well. You've got people of all different nationalities and backgrounds and creeds coming together to make that movie. And then, of course, the big flag, which is of course, it's about giant robots, Darren. It's about giant robots and there is nary a thing cooler than giant robots punching other giant things. I'm not Power saying... Power Rangers proved it
1: and therefore it is true. I'm not saying it's a fair hope, Michael. Admittedly, they've got rid really of the biggest problem from the first movie being Charlie fucking Hunnam. That's true. Why do people think he can act? I know. Why? Right? I he keeps mean... getting jobs. i i going to say, he did alright in Sons of Anarchy but he was very much a monotone character. Mm yeah anyway but they got rid of that he's out john boyega's in yeah and, so and i'm all about john boyega same here so that's fine big talent look and john boyega it's still guillermo del toro so mm, it's not Stephen s De
0: Knight who did some episodes of daredevil so oh yeah no dude's been working for marvel and now he's doing this
1: del toro's out del toro um executive producer i'm guessing produced and wrote but he ah, did not direct, direct. Mm, that's kind of tempered my expectations I already I mean like,
0: I guess so but it is you have to like I think Pacific Rim is pretty much lightning in a bottle those those parameters could only ever existed once the get getting to do essentially a love letter to robot movies yeah and getting a massive budget to do it in whereas this one's like okay like there's enough demand for a sequel but not enough demand to yeah. pull del toro away from the shape of water which mm. is which is also out this year very very quick aside yeah uh, looking forward to seeing that actually um that's got to get some Oscar nom, sure. You'd think so. You'd think. Uh, but this one's just a pretty much a straight up action sequel. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with this being the 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 equivalent of a Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very very okay with that. You know, it's John Boyega getting to pilot a Jaeger, which is all good. John Boy Jaeger.
1: Hey, I think both of our risky movies, yours and mine, are both in March. They're a week apart from each other. Mm. You chose to agree with Secret I want to talk about Ready Player 1.
0: Fair play. I, I don't think that's really risky.
1: I think it is. Because the book is arse. <laughs> I read that and I finished it and thought, this is arse, but crucially, there's a good idea in there. Mm. There is a lot there is some parts of the book that are really good.
0: It's Jurassic Park, is what you're saying.
1: Essentially it is, yes. And that sets up precedence. Now, please do go read my preview article where I go into depth about why the book is bad but why it's a good idea to adapt it. I have utter faith in Spielberg in fact it's setting up to be a bit like the Jurassic Park year because that year he released a super serious movie Schindler's List and Jurassic Park we've already got The Post out which I'm sure he's going to get some Oscar noms and we're probably going to have to go and watch but I always want to watch it because it's four of my favourite things Spielberg, Mel Streep Tom, Tom Hanks and journalism so to all in on that bad boy um, <laughs> I'm just, and I've seen the trailers I must admit the second one took the shine off a little bit the Ready Player one yeah I, I think the first trailer genuinely one of my favourite trailers of all time Absolute perfect, exactly what I thought. With Tom Sawyer. Yeah. yeah. The vision of what I saw that book as, and it's and it's uh, what it could be. Second trailer, I don't know what exactly it was. I think I hadn't really clocked that they're going to have to look like video game characters for the most part. Yeah. It won't just like... Because in the game, in the, in the book, obviously because it's not a visual medium, I never really thought of them as looking like video game characters because they go out of their way to explain they all look similar to what they look like in real life. It's just, you know, they've taken the blemishes off. They all look airbrushed. So I'm just picturing Ty Sheridan looking like good-looking Ty Sheridan, but then it, like they make him chubby and have a bit of stubble in the real world, and it's a really big part of the female lead character in the book. I feel like they're changing that part of the of the story, yeah, to to take away from what she's like. But uh, yeah, I'm still really excited. A lot of people are going against this and detracting from it. I have faith because I always have faith in Spielberg to deliver this type of thing, and again. If, if Tomb Raider can set this up, this can be like last year's Jumanji. Not based on a video game, but undoubtedly a really good video game movie. Like How
0: Scott Pilgrim is. Not a video game movie, but feels more like a video exactly. game. Exactly. That's game what movie. it
1: feels most in kin with. But the budget's up. It's got. It's not just going to be one-on-one fighting. They've got car chases. You've got the works. It looks epic. Spielberg can deliver this shit. He's got track record. I'm fucking excited.
0: I, I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, definitely. If
1: it falls on its sword... It will be because the book. Okay, it wouldn't just be the book's fault, but if it leans too much on the weaker elements of the book, that I think can collapse in a fucking second. It's the House of Cards. But yeah, I, I think it's got momentum. What you're to saying it is, figure. if it does what the book does in its opening chapters, because fuck me, mm. <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ! Like, I like the idea, and I like actually quite like you know Parsable as a character as well. But like, yeah. God. oh, you all you the book, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Okay, but like. So much mm. like, and then this happened in the past, and then this also yeah. happened. And I'm like, mm, unless you were happens. unless you were Ernest
1: Klein's next door neighbour and played the exact same video games and watched the same TV shows he did, you're not getting all that much out of that book. It was a love letter from Ernest Klein to Ernest Klein's childhood. <laughs> uh, but there we go. Now, April, we did have a Marvel movie, but Fox came out this week and said New Mutants has been delayed by almost 10 months. From April 2018, way the fuck back to February 2019. I don't think we're seeing the new Mutants, if I I'm don't honest. Th- I, no, I don't think it's going to win out. It's either... I would not be shocked if it gets massive reshoots,
0: or mm. it
1: gets shit-canned entirely. They put it on Netflix to die.
0: Mm, yeah, but at that. By that point, the
1: Disney-Netflix thing will be up and running. The Disney streaming service should be in place. Yeah. Because they brought Fox because they have shares in Hulu. They might then just turn Hulu into the Disney Netflix series. If they can just dump that out there as like the opening gambit of like right, see the death of the X universe before we make it good. There you go. <laughs> I've it's seen... a shame
0: because I thought New Mutants was doing something new and yeah. clever,
1: and I really liked the look of it. It looked really interesting, but I I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see it. Yeah, uh, we'll... I don't think we'll. Well, we're not seeing it this year at the very least. No, and I will come back to it um, a little later on. But we have Rampage up next, Michael. Give me some money. Give me some money. Give me some some time. (laughs) Where's my money, (laughs) Bishop? Okay. Can you tell it's nearly one o'clock in the morning? Uh, Right. Rampage. Rock. Big old monkey. That's all you need to know. Based on a video game. They're really trying this year. They're giving it everything. And it just looks like a stupid rock monster movie. And that's okay. It was never a deep game. It's not got deep lore. It's a wolf, a giant crocodile, and a fucking ape smashing some shit up. Kong proved that can work. I think this can work too. It's not like... Rock's not trying to be serious with this. This is cheesy, Rock. I think that can work.
0: I actually think it works as well. Like you say, it's a video game movie in the sense that there was a video game once called Rampage. Really good game. It's like if you made a movie of Space Invaders, you'd have yeah. to embellish it a little bit on it. Yeah. And this just essentially looks to be going, okay, you know what? We've had very, very bad spectacle, big budget blockbuster things like 2012. What mm. if we did one that was just fun? Mm. That took the... You know the the comedy and the spectacle of destruction just made it into a full feature. I gotta say, I will
1: follow The Rock anywhere. Yeah, I don't think I'll follow him here. I mean, it can fail quite quickly and quite badly. That that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's gonna be avant-garde or anything. So it needs to be real. <laughs> it needs to do what Jumanji did—be really funny and have good action in it as well. Then it's gonna be fine. But uh, unfortunately, it's not The Rock, and he's cast of characters like Jumanji. It's just The Rock. I have faith in the man, but I don't have that much faith in the man. Uh, Right, now, May, we've only got two movies, but they're arguably the two biggest movies of the year. That's true. Um, So neither of us have really picked these as their choices, but we're just going to give them the floor anyway. Um, Avengers Infinity War arrives first, May 4th. (sighs) I know. Why would you put Han Solo on Star Wars Day? I know, right? So easy. I genuinely think any day I can't now. It probably shows where Disney knows where their money is no, right no. now. Fuck. I really do think any day now, Han so is going to be put back to December. You think? I have no shadow of doubt. Reshoot's galore on that. Thing. We haven't seen a trailer. We yeah. haven't seen a trailer, and it's less than three months. Wait, hang on. No, four months away, and we haven't seen a trailer. That's that's an eye opener. That's but Avengers Invincible first, and I think all we need to say is there will be a scene with upwards of 40 superheroes in it. They mm. announced that this week. Uh, no, that's oh. Avengers 4, isn't it? This is Avengers. No, this is Avengers 3. It's Avengers 3. Oh, it's Avengers 4. Avengers 4 is the one they've just finished wrapping. I've like. misread that. Yeah. <laughs> There's still going to be a lot of superheroes, though. Yeah. That's a cool thing.
0: Well, think about it. Guardians are a team of like six. The Avengers was a team of like. was originally six, and then they added another three. Um, then you got Black
1: Panther and. Doctor Strange and, and Ant Man. Wasp.
0: Oh God, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier. Oh, there's a lot in there. War Machine. I, oh, I'm calling now. I think we'll get uh, cameos for new superheroes. Maybe Captain Marvel. Hopefully, Is I it... hope we get Daredevil. I doubt it'll happen. They will save that for four. I think they will save oh, that for I four. Oh, I
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. They've got to fill 40 superheroes. Yeah, there's going to be a scene with 40 superheroes. If the X-Men aren't in it by that point, they're going to have to go and get Yeah, daredevil. it's going to be the soft version of phone everyone. <laughs> it is. Which I'm okay with. Really just is. phone oh, most people. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, this is the runner to be movie of the year, I think.
0: I think it's undoubtedly going to be movie of the year. I don't think anything...
1: I happened. don't know, though, Michael, because really? remember Age of Ultron. Mm, we were all hyped for Age true. of Ultron, and then it was Age of Ultron. Not a bad movie well, necessarily. Yeah, twenty fifteen? Uh, I think it was earlier than that. Um, it can't have been earlier than twenty fifteen,
0: surely? That's the year that Ant Man came out. Yeah, isn't
1: you're, it? oh, yep, yeah, you're right. Yeah, two thousand fifteen. But it's just, I don't know. It it's, had that been knocked out of the park, no doubts in my mind. But because it was just an okay mid-level MCU, probably towards the bottom half of things. Yeah. No, no. Now, that was Joss Whedon when Joss Whedon was dead behind the eyes. This is the Russo brothers who've so far done nothing wrong. Yeah. So.
0: The Russo brothers who so far have been like, we get to
1: play with everyone. Fucking cool. Yeah. And that's the kind of attitude you need. And it's, it's, it's uncharted territory, Michael. Age of Ultron had a little bit of a problem with dealing with its main characters, chiefly Thor. Um, I think I was going shortchanging it. No, mainly just Thor. Um <laughs> But now you've got to think that's... The team that was in Age of Ultron has been timed by at least three, and everyone's going to want to have their part to do in it. That's true. Now, this might be easy because they're just going to focus the laser and they have one person they have to take down and his little army. Not like Age of Ultron, where you had quite a few separate storylines going on at any one time.
0: Yeah. But, you know, Baron Zemo's a thing. How do we stop Ultron? Clint, Clint Barton's got a wife now. Like,
1: yeah, there's exactly. A lot of stuff
0: going on in that. And a lot of, like... We're setting up all of everything that's going to be coming. Yeah. Whereas this is the culmination. It's the end. Yeah. So everything's channeling in the right
1: direction. Oh, so. that doesn't
0: seem sound right. This is the, this it's part one of the end of the MCU as we know it. That's yeah. kind of crazy.
1: But yeah, there's still Spider-Man: Homecoming two, and Avengers Vol. Uh, so uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three, and all this stuff that we know is and coming. Maybe a
0: Thor four now. We don't know. Oh, but really? Chris Hemsworth said after how well Thingy was received and how much fun he had with Ragnarok. He might do another. He one. might do another one. All right, which
1: is great. We get four Thor movies, but we don't get our Iron Man Thor. No, we don't.
0: Which is fine. That's
1: fine. That's fine. Um, yeah. So not a lot on paper looks to be standing up to Infinity War, and it's not really fair. <laughs> they no. haven't had ten years worth of build and <laughs> yeah. hype to fucking put them there. Ten years with at least one movie, at least one movie a year, and a yeah. best three, which is like. Had this been last year, and we had a Star Wars episode. That's a, that's a pretty sizable object in the way of that momentum. This year's Star Wars film, from the outside looking in, does not one of these things is not like the others, right? <laughs> we all know its problems, many and various. If you listen to podcasts that I listen to, there's just been a non-a never-ending stream of just little things chipping away. Um, if you listen to the um, uh, the daily, the weekly planet podcast, they had an enormous tip-off email, take it for what it's worth. But the headline was um the main guy playing Han Solo, I can't remember his name. Uh, Alden-, Alden Eidreich oh. or whatever his name is.
0: Okay, Alden Eidreich I think it is. His.
1: Headline, can't act. <laughs> bit bit of a bit of a problem that. Bit of a problem, yes. <laughs> <laughs> For the man playing the title character. Oh god. If it was anything other than Han Solo, if it was any other spin off character, some no name we'd never heard of, wouldn't matter. They're playing with fire, and they knew that from day one they were playing with fire. Mm. And I worry they've gone after this guy because he looks the most like Harrison Ford, as opposed to picking someone who can do a good job at acting. Yeah, which is always an issue when you do stuff like this, where you've got to balance out: do they look like the person, and are they a good actor? Because you kind of got to find the right balance, and apparently they haven't. Now the cast is good; we like everyone Met, in there.
0: Chiefly Donald Glover and Woody Harrelson.
1: Yeah, like, and um, yes, please. I mean, Amelia Clark. Never that been can sold go one of two yeah. ways. She's good on TV, but seems to be doing bad at the movies. Well, she's good on TV, but in the anti-acting way. So basically she's good as Daenerys and yes. little else. Yes, the character she's playing, in the same way as Kit Harrington actually. With that exact character, they're fine, yeah. and they're doing what they need to do. But outside of that, there's doubts all the way. Um, Sorry, quick sidebar. Have you seen the tennis movie with Kit Harington and um, What's-His-Face from the Lonely Island? There's a tennis movie? There is a tennis movie with, what's his name, Lonely Island. It's Andy Samberg? Andy Sandberg and Kit Harington. What? Doing like a McEnroe and Beyond Borg style tennis match. No. That is like the longest tennis match in history. Oh, the one that... One no, that... not the one in Wimbledon, no. Like, what, like Andy Sandberg is literally, he's not playing John McEnroe but he's playing John McEnroe, but John McEnroe is an idiot. I really want to watch it. Apparently it's really funny. And I don't know how that didn't get more publicity, considering it came out during both Popstar. It's like old now. It's not like it came out this year. No way. Like it's like at least, I don't think it was 2017. I think it was like 2016. Oh God. So that came out alongside Popstar Never Stop Stopping and Game of Thrones, and yet it got no traction. That's weird. We need to find that movie. We do. Um, But yeah, Han Solo and Star Wars movie, the rumblings are, Disney, again, take this with a pinch of salt, might already be setting up for this to be bad. Yeah. Which is why I think I'm more positive this more than ever, they're going to put it back to December so they can do some surgery on it.
0: Mm.
1: Didn't work for Justice League. No, it didn't. It really didn't work for Justice League. Did work for Rogue One.
0: That's true. A lot of detractors for Rogue One that has just crawled out the woodwork Fuck for some off. reason. Yeah, it's a great movie. Fantastic movie. Really good war movie. Better
1: than The Last Jedi.
0: A lot of stuff in the trailers I wish I'd have seen in the full movie.
1: Yes. But still really good. Real good. Definitely better than Last Jedi. They put it back. They did some fixing. We'll never know to the extent of the reshoots, but they were apparently quite extensive and it resulted in a good movie. So I think by all means, put it back to December, get it out of the way of Avengers and just let it that sit by itself. December is admittedly a bit packed, and we'll talk about that in a, in a little bit. But putting a Star Wars movie, it's already going to take top billing. There's nothing's going to hurt on a Star Wars movie, even a spin-off one. That's true. So there we go. We, we we the jury's out on that one. We think we have to wait for a trailer. We might. We might get to say it, Darren. We. I hope more than anything, it's good. So we get to say. The line. But <laughs>
0: the line that has become
1: synonymous with pop score It has. Oh, God, It's going to be such a glorious moment when we get to shout that. <laughs> but what if we don't, Michael? Oh, the, the the world giveth and the world takes. Yes, it gives it, us the opportunity does. to say it, but not the actual gumption to do it with. It does. Michael, you can turn the uh, timer off because it's Deadpool 2 on the 1st of June and you want to talk about it. I do want to talk about Deadpool 2. Wasn't Deadpool just the best surprise Yes.
0: It really was, right? Yes. Uh, that came out in 2016, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so when the year that came out, I think the only reason I couldn't put it at number one is because Civil War also came out that yeah. year. And, I mean, the, 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 it's apples and oranges, really. Right? Yeah, yeah, Can't You can't compare them, even though they're both fruit. And these are both superhero <laughs> movies. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I was quoting a little dicky there for some oh, reason. Lovely. Oh, lovely. I love that song. Anyway, but yeah, Deadpool 2, the sequel that hopefully is just going to be... I'll be honest. I'd be happy with more of the same, although I I know it's gonna it's gonna go bigger. It's gonna go harder. It's gonna be more rude, more offensive, more more common. Yeah, more, more, more modern Deadpool is what I'm saying. But they they're in a very unique situation with Deadpool because obviously Mm. we've never had the Disney Fox deal. Yeah. They can add whatever the fuck they want to that movie. Yeah. They can do. I mean, they won't do reshoots, but they can do like redubbing's. For mm-hmm. new jokes, now that that's happened, yeah, and it will still be welcomed and accepted. One of yeah. the few movies where where they could change it up until the final day, yeah, and people would be very exactly. okay with it. Exactly,
1: um, obviously, I've got full um confidence in Ryan Reynolds. They came out with a Bob Ross trailer, Michael. <laughs> they did very few things are get me more untired than a Bob Ross trailer, but uh, do you love a good Bob Ross I reference? do. Um, you didn't even know he was dead. Um, I know, very sad. yeah, it's it's. Now, I, I love Deadpool, don't get me wrong. Really did love the first one. I don't think I was ever as solid as everyone else. because I didn't think it was like some new high-water mark for superhero movies. I think it was good. It was, a, it was a needed time for a parody. But as Airplane 2 teaches us, <laughs> there's only so much leg room with, a, with parodies, right? They eventually run out of steam. Now, I don't know whether you can truly catch this as a parody. or if It's more of a just a comedy that has some... Um, parody elements to it. But, I don't know. Trailer was good, and I liked it. But I, I just don't know. There's little niggling dead. So nothing to do with this movie, in all fairness to it. But I just don't know. Comedy sequels are hard. Superhero movies have actually booked that trend. They're the only good things producing good comedy sequels at the moment. <laughs> yeah,
0: Thor, Ragnarok, Guardians 2. You know, exactly. So, the list goes
1: on. Oh, we'll see. And, yeah, if it's so... I think Disney have already seen a bit of a Tester screening of this and thought this looks pretty decent. For them to come out at the start of the deal and make allusions to we've got no issue with doing R-rated movies, we can do Marvel Max, essentially, and have Deadpool on there. Yep. They must be pretty confident. this. They've is got I mean, they presumably, they're so confident with the product, they're already gearing up for another Deadpool movie. Yeah. I'm predicting this to be the Guardians 2 of, of this year. Good. More of the same. Well, it? The Oliver approach. Please, sir, can I have some more? Just not lightning in a bowl. I don't think that beautiful combination of the kind of fan push to get it made, the leaked trailer, and <laughs> yeah. all that stuff—the kind of you know the the uncertainty around it—and then it just to be so perfect and better than anyone could have expected. You can't manufacture that Michael. The thing is that
0: can't be done twice. No, like, no. It we can only ever have the triumph of that coming out. Once. Exactly. Now it's now it's expected. Now it has to perform.
1: I don't think it's gonna be like all those years where we tried to get another sunk to Christmas number one instead of the X Factor. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be that, but we'll see. Hopefully it's not just the first one was Rage against the machine and this is every other attempt to do <laughs> the same. Uh, Right, we can be a bit quicker now because we've got the Oceans 11 female spin-off, Oceans 8. Yep. Give me some time, Michael. I'm interested. I think the Oceans 11 franchise really did peter out in those sequels. I think this is a fresh start for it. It's got a pretty decent cast behind it as well. You've got, um, not Sandra Bullock, um, what is her name? Oh, Christ. Clock's ticking, Darren. No, no. <laughs> She's in Pretty Woman. Oh, what's her name? Michael Hill. No, I'm not helping you. Julie Roberts. Julia Roberts coming back in Anne Halfway and it could be cool. <sighs> <laughs>
0: You're sweating so bad.
1: Yeah, it could be cool.
0: I, I, th- I do have my doubts purely because I think there is... Uh, just a bit of a push on this one to reinvigorate the Oceans franchise when mm. really I think we could have done without the Oceans branding it's very—it's like when they were talking about making the expender bells and doing it mm. with all females like cracking idea but let's not let's not push it as part of a franchise we can just give give them a, a decent uh, original movie and that's time thank god for that what I was
1: say though I was like real quick I didn't really use my time real quick because <laughs> unlike Ghostbusters and unlike the expender bells it's a natural spin-off because Julia Roberts was a big part of those movies. That's true. And and they're spinning it in, in a logical side direction. So it doesn't feel like that. And again, it, who really gave a shit about the Ocean sequels, right? There it wasn't like yeah. some beloved franchise. 12 and 13 were not yeah. good movies. We all love Ocean's 11, but we can give a shit about the rest of it. So it's not tarnishing anything. So I'm I'm all for it. Um, I can't believe neither of us picked to have extra time on The Incredibles 2. Oh, but God. Kick us off, Michael.
0: Okay, then. Uh, so, The Incredibles 1 was, of course, the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Yep. So, hopefully, this will be the best Fantastic Four sequel ever made. Because, let's face it, we ain't got many of them, and we sure as fuck ain't getting a sequel to Fantastic Four Stick. Mm, no, no. Um, so, this brings back most of the original cast. I think the only one not coming back is the voice of Dash, but, you know... He's in the movie. Oh, he's in the movie. Yeah. He's oh, just not Dash. He's not Dash, which is fair enough. You know, Nancy Cartwright's been a 10-year-old ten-year-old boy for, yeah. like, 30 years, so it's cool. Um, yes, this is undoubtedly going to be in contention for, for Pick of the Year. Obviously not Infinity War, but
1: there we go. Same. I think The Incredibles is the Pixar movie that I've I've grown to like more and more and more and more. I remember when I first watched it, I didn't really care for it. But I, on subsequent viewing, it gets better every single time. Um, and it's always on the Disney channels when I'm with my girlfriend hair. So it's on a lot this last <laughs> past year. Um, I'm real excited. Disney sequels... Sorry, Pixar sequels have not been always golden they tend to be a bit like oh we had a good idea kind of but it's fizzled out I have faith for them to deliver Incredibles 2
0: yeah hopefully it's good woo
1: right oh here we go <laughs> and again when the timer is off now June 22nd faith <laughs> testing day because <laughs> here comes Jurassic World The Fallen Kingdom
0: <laughs> how are you this devil? I'm just
1: right now <laughs> we all remember a few years ago in the build Jurassic World I was a um, Bucket of worry, because I was like, it's 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 fucking sacred to Darren that Jurassic I was like a Jurassic Park sequel has to be fucking perfect, otherwise the franchise is dead and it's over. Thankfully, no, it's got a lot of detractors, I'll give it that. And I think I'd watch it through Rose Tinted Glasses. I can't even pretend to be unbiased at this point. <laughs> but I enjoyed the fuck out of it and it made all the goddamn money. So it was always going to get a also, sequel. it was the loudest you've ever been. <laughs> yes, it is. During a review. You that were was explode. relief more than anything <laughs> that it was good. Now, I said coming out of the movie, I really loved it. I like the new cast. I like the new dinosaurs. I like the new ideas. I don't want a sequel. You did I kn- say that. You did I say that. knew I was shouting at Cleve and It was never going to happen, <laughs> right? But I was like, this is the end of Jurassic Park because there is nowhere else to take this movie. Right. If you see this as like the Rocky Balboa of the piece, that it's a direct sequel to number one and we're kind of ignoring two and three, mm. then, then it's again, it's a logical end point to just right, It's finished, we've realised the dream of John Hammond, we've done the everyone running away from the park again. We're gonna have to go to even deeper depths of com, of um oh not convoluted. Um what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, Darren. Oh. It's a good thing we're not on the timer this time though. J- Oh, what's the word when it's like stupid reasons to go back to the... Contrived, there yeah. we go. Even deeper depths have of con- of been contrived to get them back to the island, right? So what they've done <laughs> is they've gone down an interesting route that isn't dinosaurs with guns, so kudos for that. You've avoided I still that. still would have liked to have seen it, You though. fucking would I don't know why I do, but right. I would have. They're blowing up the island, which already asks lots of questions. <laughs> One... Why did John Hammond build on an island (laughs) that has a volcano on it? Did he not know about the volcano? (laughs) Did no one check when they rebuilt the island on this, rebuilt the park on the exact same fucking island? Was it not noted on the lease? Right! (laughs) So you can bring raptors to be semi intelligent and you can create like made up dinosaurs like the Indominus Rex and yet you can't do a geographical survey (laughs) to make sure the shit is gonna blow up with 25,000 people at the fucking park, right? (laughs) And making the volcano the bad guy is always a bad idea unless you're doing full-blown like disaster movies and even it's hard. Because it's hard to get angry at a volcano. <laughs> it's hard to, you know, see the motivations of the big angry volcano, right? <laughs> Which means there's going to have to be... Right, that's the problem, right? Again, it's in at cloud, because you can't really get angry at it because it's just a volcano that's blowing up of its own accord, right? Which means then they've got to crowbar in some new ways of being evil, and it seems like they've gone with um, the Baronix as the new kind of Indominus rex um, Spinosaurus of the piece, which is smaller than both of those. <laughs> and it's only thing is it can kind of swim and it looks a bit like a crocodile. I like the baronix but it uh, gives a shit. Um, <laughs> and yeah, although they did say everything from that move, everything from that trailer from the first 50 odd minutes of the movie. And I'm like, well, okay, but where do we go from there? Once the island's blown up, what we're we gonna do is just gonna be an air of them ferrying the fucking ankylosaurus out of the sea on a big helicopter and putting him on a dry place. It's just I don't it know. It really is the Guns and Roses of movies. You know what I mean? Say what you will about d- dinosaurs with guns. I can't believe I'm fucking saying this, right? <laughs> but at least that was new and would not need them to go back to the island, right? Or you do something on site B and go and deal with that, right? going back to the same island and just because there's a volcano and we're here to save the dinosaurs, I'm so worried, Michael, that it's going to be bad and it's going to kill. It's going to be Jurassic Park 3 Part 2 and it's just going to be the worst. I mean, I can't even get excited. This is is how bad it is. I can't even get excited that Jeff is back. My favourite character, full stop of all time, is back in this movie. I get more Ian Malcolm in my life. And apparently, Samuel's in it too, and Alan Grant's back, and I'm still not excited to see this movie. <laughs> it's not in my predicted top five, I wouldn't even be in my predicted top ten. I want to be right. <laughs> so much. I don't think you will be though. I was the first time, so hopefully I'm just setting myself up for a repeat of what happened last time, but mm. yeah, the signs aren't great. Mm. They've mm. already given away a really cool shot of the T Rex butting the um, Allosaurus out of the way of the pod thing yeah. with the volcano blowing up around it. You'd think you'd save the money shot for the fucking film, but there we go. Um, do you want to add anything, Michael? <laughs> eh, I'm not that fussed
0: to be honest. It's, I mean, I like Jurassic World, not to the extent that you did, not no to the extent did. that many people did. Mm. It's just, it was just fine. I like Jurassic Park, the original. I like it. It's a good movie. Good. Damn good movie. And I really enjoy the theme park that they built of it in, in the States. That bit in Universal is really oh, nice. Oh, God. I can't wait
1: to go back there. It's good stuff. I've already been to it once, but I can't wait to see the new and blue version. It's... The, thing, the thing I'm most excited for for <laughs> Jurassic Park this year is the video game.
0: Yeah, right. Look, I want to play
1: yeah, it. Yeah. It. It's the Operation Genesis remake they should have made probably before this, considering that game is 15 years old now. But, yeah, no kidding. But... Fuck yes, it's still not the first-person shooter game that they should do. Site B is the perfect place to put a video game, hmm. right? It's free-roaming dinosaurs, you'd give them some reason to go in there and go get it. I don't mind being controlled in a video game, That's Hell, that, wasn't the game. <laughs> Hell, that wasn't the new Far Cry game. No, that wasn't the new Far Cry game. They thought, yeah, people want really ancient creatures. Primal! They wanna fight Woolly Mammoth. No 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 wrong end of the stick there, you think longer. I go know. back further. <laughs> Dinosaurs or piss take of Donald Trump. Well <laughs> we gotta <laughs> act quicker on this one, so <laughs> Yeah, there much. we go. Um oh it's another one we've gotta talk about at length. July the sixth, Ant Man and the Wasp. Michael. Now this is a bit of a weird one because
0: I don't know, there's something about the more I, I, I think about this movie the more I genuinely think it's going to be really, really, really good. Mm. Because the first Ant-Man was a breath of fresh air because it came out the same year as Ultron. Yeah. So maybe it was actually dealing with a bit of a marked deck already. Yeah. But you know what? I really enjoyed Ant-Man. I think this is going to be... It's going to be introducing... I say introducing. This is the Wasp's third movie. So it's not exactly an introduction oh, to yeah. this character. So, I mean, she wasn't the Wasp in the first one, only like the post-credits scene. Yeah, but yeah. like... The Wasp's suit, at least, has appeared in three movies when we get to this point. Yeah. However, what I like about this so far... This is going to make no fucking sense. We don't know anything about it. No. Because we don't know what consequences are going to be spinning, spinning out of Infinity War. Or whether this movie even takes place after Infinity War. Mm-hmm. The the palette is open. It's like, great, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. In extents, obviously. So we don't know who the villain is. Uh, The only things we know is that Evangeline Lilly, Paul Rudd, um,
1: Michael Douglas and Michael Peña are all returning. Mm -hmm. I think those are the only ones confirmed. Well, in terms of returns, I think the rest of his crew is coming back as well. Even though the the Russian guy did turn up in Flash, the TV Flash, Hmm. which was odd. um, We also know that this is basically a superhero life-ass movie as well because we've got Lawrence Fishburne back. Yeah, he jumped ship from DC and said, <laughs> "Fuck that! I'm going to go and be Goliath." So cool. Yeah, Goliath um, in the yeah. Mirror. Fuck yes. We are getting some like tech villain, apparently. Who's like from an Iron Man comic? I can't remember what her name mm, is. I mean, we
0: do know what happened last time. We got a tech villain, so that could prove to be the Achilles heel of this. It could be. However, but, um, if it's another comedy vehicle like the first Ant Man was, yeah. with with just more of Paul Rudd being one of the most likable people alive. Yeah. Then I'm all for it. I really am, and I mean, hopefully we get some more MCU building stuff. Like maybe we hint towards his daughter maybe becoming a superhero in the future. That would be nice.
1: But that I don't would know. be cool. No. Oh, we also get the white gold in this one as well. The white gold. Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah.
1: She's playing uh,
0: Janet Van Dyne. Yes. I forgot about that. That's uh. Oh, there we go, Dan. Are you glad I picked this one now? I am. She's back. Hell yeah. White gold.
1: Um. Right. August, we can speed up again now. Right, cool. Uh, August, the Predator remake. Uh, Is it me? It'll be me. Um, Yeah, Predator's been on its fucking knees for a while. (laughs) I didn't mind the Adrian Brody one. I thought that was pretty decent, Mm. but it has needed a bit of a modern retake. Um, I'm excited for this one. I know we know next to nothing about it other than the Predator's back, but it's an inherently good idea. It's an inherently good franchise. It doesn't have the taint on it that Alien does, thankfully. So I think the slate's clean enough for this to come out and be the kind of sleeper hit of the year. I don't know if it's going to be it level of sleeper hit, but I have good feelings for this. I really don't. I think it is oh. going to be a
0: case of this is going to go the same way as Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. Just a lacklustre, shoved at the end of the year for the, the Halloween season movie. Because we know nothing about it, I think that actually detracts rather than gives us hope. Surely, if it was going to be good, we'd have, like it, there would have been buzz around it. If they're, especially if they're going to be billing it as more horror than action. I think maybe now is not the time for the project to come back.
1: Let me just check the cast. Hang on a second. Um... Oh! They've got... Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. They've got Boy Holbrook as the main character. Shit, so, change my mind, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, Olivia no, Munn. Actually, if he's playing Donald
0: Pierce in it, that'd be even better. Keegan-Michael Key. What? I know.
1: Okay. I know. Oh, I finally got round to watching Get Out. Yeah? It's really weird. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. It's real odd. Have you watched it yet? Yeah. Real odd. I mean... But it, funny! Yeah,
0: like, real funny. Really well made, but, like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get the... I'm like, okay, actually, no, no, I do get the mass amount buzz for that movie because that's very much a Hollywood circle yep. movie. Yep. But it's good. It's not bad at all. It's very good. I, and I keep saying that the, the, the main guy from that, that Daniel Kalubia, because yes. he was in Black Mirror and that, dude should be in more movies, right? You didn't realise who he is, right?
1: He's posh Kenny from Skins. Yeah. I didn't know that. It you fucking blew that? my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I thought like, the first time he going... I've seen him in something. Oh fuck! It's Posh Kenny. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Um, sweet. Okay. Um. Oh, sorry. I've just closed the list off. Uh. Right. October. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> Michael, you can kick us off on the Venom movie coming October
0: fifth. There is no two ways about this. this. will only. Well, you know, it's exactly two ways. It's only ever gonna be a pretty good Venom movie, or trash. Yep. there's no two ways. Tom Hardy being attached to it either means it's going to be incredible or it's going to suck balls, mm-hmm. and we don't know whether it's tying into the MCU. They still haven't said that, so I'm very worried. Until I see, until I see Tom Holland talking about the movie, I will, will remain forever skeptical.
1: I'll sum up my feelings with an Ian Malcolm quote: "This is the worst idea in the long, sad history of bad ideas, and I will be there when you find that out. <laughs> A Venom movie without Spider-Man is moronic to the point of absurdity. The entire point of Venom is as a dark reflection of Spider-Man. If he's not there to be fucking reflected, what is the point? The Aunt May movie might have been a better idea. Prove me wrong. I have faith in Tom won't. I love Tom Hardy and I would love him to smash it at the park. And I imagine he'll do a good job. It's just, it's such like, it's such a painful, not it looks necessary like they're gonna, they're
0: gonna movie. Because you've seen the comics it's based on as well. They were talking about a Brazil comic con. It's like, no, um, it, one of them's like about uh, Eddie Brock, the journalist, and the other one is like War for the Symbiotes, something like that. Right. So I get the feeling they're gonna waste Carnage. I think, I think. What is the
1: other worry? Fuck, he's not been in a movie yet, and I don't want him wasted in the mm. spin off. Oh, especially God. if it's like
0: Cletus Cassidy, Original Carnage, where it's like, yeah. we're, we're, we're taking an actual murderer and making him. Yeah. So like, Yes, please.
1: I do feel it's going to be more Agent Venom than anything else. I know he isn't Agent I know, Venom. No, but I, know.
0: Y- y- I don't want it to be.
1: No, but they amalgamate things occasionally, and I think yeah, it's but, not but, too much of a bad idea to amalgamate Eddie Brock with. Especially if he has to be the protagonist. Doesn't make sense for him to be arsehole that he brought from the comic book, or yeah. even the later iteration where he's anti Venom and all that shit. I, I think it's not too much of a leap of faith. Does anyone really give a shit about Flash Thompson being Agent Venom?
0: I mean, the current the Flash Thompson we have in the MCU, I'd rather him not be Agent Venom.
1: Right. So, so maybe
0: maybe this is the compromise
1: because I do like the Agent Venom storyline, so. mm. but I don't. But again, that's not what people want. I want a Venom movie. Yeah. But again you can't do that.
0: I will say their branding so far has been pretty on point with the we are venom hashtags. They they're they're at least getting Venom's pronouns right. So that's
1: good. <laughs> Progressive Venom movie. Woo! Um, right, okay. This is my last kind of... In fact, this is the last really long talky bit. Cool. Um, but I want to talk about X-Men Dark Phoenix.
0: Otherwise known as the last Ugh. gas of air escaping from the
1: lungs of the X-Universe. Hello, Dark Phoenix, my old friend. <laughs> um, I... Uh, this probably will be the end. Unless they do stick with New Mutants uh, and give that a go before they shit can it and then 2019 will be the start of like, right, it's coming. I think it'll be 2020 before we actually get a, a new X-Men movie. They can appear in... That in, untitled
0: one. It's got to be that, right? Yeah.
1: They can appear in Avengers Infinity War Part 2, maybe, but we'll see. Because apparently the title is a big giveaway for what that's about. Hmm. They, that's why they haven't revealed well, Avengers Well, it's still Thanos,
0: though. Surely it's just going to be called... Do we
1: know it's still Thanos? Yeah. Though? We do know it's still Thanos. Oh, we do? We do. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Damn it. Uh- <laughs> in, like the wrap party for Avengers 4, they had this big fuck-off cake. And it's Thanos. And it's Thanos. So, right. you know. okay,
1: damn it. Um, well, wow, who'd
0: have thought the cake would be giving us sports <laughs>
1: for movies? What a <laughs> fucking weird sets. world we've landed I in. Know. And I want it to be good. I'm a bit of an X-Men 3 apologist. So I don't actually mind X-Men 3 at all. I quite like X-Men 3. I'm a rare breed, but there we go. I just don't know if it's too soon in these people, especially young Jean Grey, young Cyclops and stuff, to have a go at Dark Phoenix. And what it robs us of is an MCU version of that, where the characters have been given time to breathe, and they do it. They didn't rush into Civil War; they let everyone to be able to breathe to get to their big fucking storyline between your, your biggest Iron Man versus Captain America storyline. They let that shit fucking simmer. They didn't go straight into Infinity War; they let that shit simmer. To throw this towards Jean Grey and Cyclops and and all that stuff this early on seems like they just wanted to get this movie made and it was the last good idea they had Mm. was just to fucking try again. And I want it to go out with a bang. Because I do feel if this is a sucky movie, people are going to look back on the X-Men, the Fox X-Men franchise harshly compared to what they would do if it's a really good movie. And I don't want that because I have loved this franchise. Um, X-Men Days Future Past is still one of my three favourite superhero movies of all time. I just don't want this to go out with a fizzle. But I will point out... Both of their ideas for how to reboot the X Men are now on the table. If this is the last movie, that's true. Both of them are now invalid, pretty implausible. Valid, no, right? So yeah, they're both valid, implausible. Big old, yeah, they're valid in big old fucking quotation marks, big enough to land a fucking plane between. That's true. But <laughs> they are still on the you table can do theoretically. Both of them. So we might find out that one of us was right and one of us is wrong. I look forward to that. I'm glad everyone's back so it can feel like a going away present. I, I agree they should reboot it and do a hard reboot. For all my um, problems with it, you actually solved a lot of the problems I had with the kind of longevity of characters like Wolverine and X and Professor X and stuff like that. Clean slate. And if they get a good movie out of it at the end... If they smash it at the park, that's also a problem. It's like, well, fuck, they're really good. We can't get rid of them now, can we? (laughs) Um, There's only so many actors we have left in the world to put in superhero movies, okay? Mm. We can't just chuck away, like, 20 of them in one go. Um, So, yeah, if it's a good... It's a good send-off for the cast, but... I'm looking for. I want this to be the ending, so we can go and do something new and exciting. Yeah. I never thought I'd say that about an X Men movie that I want this to be like definitively well, well now the last one. we live in the one. perfect future,
0: Darren. So that's probably exactly.
1: Why. We didn't know this was a possibility. Um, Turns right. out
0: there really is that much money
1: in the world. Who knew? Woo! Uh, right. That's kind of it for the big boys. It's time of time. Time of time. And we're going to kick off with Michael. Do you even want to talk? I want to talk about it. Do you want to talk about the Holmes and Watson movies starring Will Ferrell and um, John C. Riley? Boom. I'm not interested and I need to fill another couple of more minutes. No, give it to me. I am interested. Step Brothers is a modern comedy classic. Well, okay. That's... that's It fucking is. Okay. Right? And I have faith in these two to do it. We haven't had a good parody movie for a long, 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 long time. I think this can do it. I don't know if Sherlock Holmes is really the hottest of things to be parodying right now. I think the setup lends itself well. John C. Riley has been making good good appearances in lots of good movies. Yes, John recently. C. Riley has. John C. Riley has. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell not so much, but Will Ferrell's still got the magic dust in him. I can feel it. He can pull this out. I'm excited, if not overly so. I just a good comedy, Michael. Where have they all gone? I don't know, Darren. But I go- don't think this is going to be
0: it. I genuinely don't. I, I think this is going to be another muddled sort of because as much as
1: you, Lord Stepbrothers...
0: And I think it's funny in places. It's not. It's not Anchorman.
1: Very nothing few things, is Anchorman. That's true. Up to and including Anchorman Two. But there we go. I don't have much to say about here the Grinch Doll Christmas, so we can kind of skip over that one. Other yeah. than to mention that Benedict Cumberbund is uh, playing the Grinch. It shouldn't be made. Move on. Well, it's it's different from Jim Carrey because it's not live action. I know it it's good. Illumination doing it, so it's that. There we go. There's
0: your big problem with that movie. Uh, I don't know. It French could be all right. fucking. <laughs> yeah, <Your> French fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Your> French tic tac loving <laughs> bastard. Stop making all the goddamn animated movies. Fucking giving giving.
1: Jeez, he Giving
0: the Grinch fucking straight up fuck me eyes in the posters. Like what? He looks vaguely he turned does, on in the
1: posters. Does, I'm not okay he. with that. Eh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. Fantastic Beast, somewhere to uh, Turn out Not Fantastic Beast, Where to find them. <laughs> Fantastic Beast, The Crime of Grindelwald on uh, November 16th. Uh, I'll have the floor. Um, joint Tep Hill Turn Aside, which seems to be inescapable at the moment. Even Daniel Radcliffe has come out to kind of poo it, which is a bit odd. Um, I like the casting of Jude Law. It's not Pierce Brosnan, but it's Jude Law. Um, and. I think Fantastic Beasts laid a groundwork for this to be good. I would hope they actually move away from Fantastic Beasts because I didn't much care for the character of Newt's Commander. Focus on young Dumbledore and Grindelwald. That's interesting. Play the gay. Even more interesting. And keep Dan Fogler on. You've nailed it. I'm excited. You need Dan Fogler
0: back. He yeah, was the best me. thing about that movie. Which unfortunately means you need the rest of the cast back. So, eh. Uh, but still, you know, the crimes of Grindelwald, other than being attributed to actual crimes by Johnny Depp. Could be could be interesting. I'm not sure whether it's going to be the big lore expansion movie that everyone's hoping for, purely because there's another three movies coming after this uh-huh. one, but we can damn well hope it's at least a little bit more special and memorable than what uh, FB, the original, was. Made no cultural impact whatsoever. Like, darn, it came out People saw it. It and underwhelmed it. the
1: box office. It didn't get great reviews, and then it left. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they've kind of, like, gone, right, Newt commander is not the main character. Jude Law is the main character now. Dumbledore is what we're here for. And they're just kind of stuck with the Fantastic Beats little fucking asterisks above everything. <laughs> um, right, oh, why did I pick this one? It's fucking Creed 2. Oh, no,
0: we didn't do it. Go give it, Magum. So, yeah, <laughs> Um, and I don't think Ryan Kugler's back to direct this one, but I think that's very. It's a very small problem in the no. road that what should be a great movie. We know that Michael B. Jordan is fantastic as Adonis Creed. We've got. I think we've got Stallone back. I'm yes, sure Stallone's back. He was directing, he's not anymore. It's just a shame, because I would have loved to have seen a, direct, mm-hmm. a Stallone directed Rocky spin off. Um, but I have all the good faith in this. We gave Creed. Um, Top's uh,
1: t- top ten spots, top five for This one might do it again. Do you know what the storyline is, Michael? I don't. Do you know who he's fighting? Oh wait,
0: no, I do know this.
1: He's fighting Ivan Drago's son. Oh my god, yes! Are we, <laughs> it's uh, revenge, Michael. Are
0: we going to stop the new American Civil War with a pair of boxing? Fuck yes, we I'm are, okay Michael. with this. <laughs> it's
1: revenge. It's revenge for Rocky Four. He's going to kill him. He's going to beat the piss in the middle of the ring. It means we get to see Ivan Drago and 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 Rocky talk to each other again. And yeah, we're going to get some fucking good boxing. I am fucking sold for this. Hang on, is Ivan in it? I've, well, surely you've got to have Ivan Drago in there if Ivan Drago's son's in there. They cut out the part that would have seen Ivan Drago die in Creed. True. Where he was going to die. No, sorry, it was in Rocky Balboa. They were going to show a shot of um, uh, Dolph Lundgren dying of AIDS in a hospital. <laughs> then they thought, that's probably too heavy. <laughs> so they've saved him. So he's potentially still alive. I will check the cast in a second to see if he's in it, but... You can't pass up that opportunity to not have Ivan Drago and Rocky talk to each other, right? That's the
0: opener of this movie. It's just Dolph (laughs)
1: Lundgren dying from AIDS. I'm not ready for it, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. I'm I'm, I'm already getting fucking emotionally invested in this movie. (laughs) It's Revenge Michael. Hearts on Fire is already playing. Oh,
0: God, yes! They'll
1: put a rap verse in it, you fucking know it. Uh, I know, I know. But he's going to avenge him, Michael. It's going to be great. And finally... um, for November, on November 21st, we have Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. Um, I think Wreck-It Ralph has kind of got this glean ability that I don't think he ever earned. I think it was a good movie, but he has a really lame third act that doesn't really amount to much. There's good ideas in there, and I liked it, but it, it wasn't the Who Framed Roger Roderick classic that everyone makes it out to be. I think the sequel can be just as good. Again, John C. riley has been smashing it at the park recently, so I-, I think there's enough wiggle room there to kind of make this good. But uh, until I see a trailer, I'm not going to be convinced of why this scene is and just, okay.
0: The only bad thing about this movie so far I can see is the name. It's yeah. It's a terrible name for a movie. However, I've got enough good faith on the back of Wreck-It Ralph. Thoroughly enjoyed it. As somebody who loves all the uh, video game references in it, Uh, possibly a little bit too much at some points but I will agree that it did have some the original had some pacing problems that hopefully this one can solve Mm -hmm. Um, and gaming has changed a lot since uh, the original Wreck-It Ralph came out so it'll be interesting to see what exactly it is they're doing it seems to be uh, tackling mobile games but hopefully you can do stuff like VR I'm on board Mm
1: -hmm. do you want to carry on your momentum Michael into uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse
0: Yes, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this as the first cinematic outing for Miles Morales. Hopefully not the last. It looks amazing. Like, the art style looks... Goddamn, I'm really impressed. I'm really glad that Sony are doing something massively different with a, an animated Spider-Man movie and not just making, you know, insert current um, cartoon title here, feature length. They're, they're going out of their way to make an original movie, and I am very much on board very, very much
1: on board. We need more Miles Morales in this world. I'm intrigued, if not interested. Right. I didn't actually much care for the visual styles. I think some of the shots are really nice, but I don't think I actually cared much for the animation style. Um, but it is interesting. It's the Sony spin-off I actually give a shit about, so there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, Miles Morales has been long overdue for this, so if this is a launching pad for better and bigger, impact, bigger and better things, I'm all for it. Uh, right, two more left one of which I think might be delayed but we'll get to that in a second um, Aquaman is out on the 21st of December um, he <laughs> Just right, the Fast and Furious guy in there as the director he's fun, he knows they have a fun time and Jason Momoa, there is some fun to be had with that character he just didn't show up all that much in, in Justice League I just don't know what would be interesting about an Aquaman movie other than Jason Momoa doing Jason Momoa things it's not inherently interesting cast, I don't think. No one I've seen it so far makes me think, oh, he's in it, this this could be turning it around for them. I don't feel like it's got the momentum Wonder Woman had and that could be it. And then if we find out they're rebooting the universe, I don't think anyone will give a shit. Jason Momoa is the real-life uh, version of Ron Swanson
0: in that he's single-handedly the best thing about the thing that he's in. However, I feel like him on his own, out of context, wouldn't be as good. If you get what I'm saying, okay. He's yeah. he's the he's the man you want to be, but not necessarily because of who he is. Like I don't know. It's in isolation from the Justice League, so maybe it'll be good. Like, it, but we don't know what form this is taking, and we do know, we don't know if it's an origin story. We don't know where it's going to. I'm worried because maybe this might be the death throes
1: of the current DCU. Mm-hmm. Of course, we get some of that hot, steamy fucking chemistry between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa. Of of which we have yet to see. So it'd be nice if
0: that actually shows up. Smoking. And finally... Sorry, small side note on the DCEU. Uh, Do you see that it's pretty much hot tip that Affleck is gone? Wow. Maybe. He's off. He is. Do you know who's going to be replacing him, apparently? Go on. Jake Gyllenhaal. Apparently, that's what's going to happen. Gyllenhaal Hall being Batman. I'm okay with that. I you know what I am as well. I want him as my Wolverine, but I'm okay with that.
1: That's that's if they do it in Flashpoint, which we don't know what's going to happen just yet. Mm. I mean, they had that talk of John Ham, but I was like John Ham's too old. Yeah, he's it's too nothing old. Nothing against him. He could have been He would've been a great Superman 10 years ago. If they were if they really committed to what they were doing with old Batman, yeah, then it should have been John Ham from the start. Yeah.
0: But it's the fact that they've done that half-committal thing.
1: Yeah, just... yeah. I'm, I'm not on it. But no, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's been one. he had been waiting for a true iconic performance. I think as a, as a, as a character, not just as Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie doing a Jake Gyllenhaal character as a named bloke. He should have been fucking Anakin in Episode Two and Three. I'll always maintain that. But there we go. Instead, he was the Prince of Persia. That that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Oh <laughs> just... uh, no. Um. Right. And we're finishing it the... now. I think this is going to get pushed back. Because uh, this Bohemian Rhapsody, of the Queen uh, thing, mm. um, you know, start my time. Um, uh, Brian Singer got kicked off the movie uh, because he just it was just apparently not a good set to work on. Um, I don't like the main actor. I what Rami Rami Malak? Him. I watched Mr. Robot and thought it was a turgid piece of shit and got rid of it. Um, I don't like him. He looks like Freddie Mercury. I'll give him that. But in the back of my mind, I'm always going to be wondering what would the Sasha Baron Cohen version of this have looked like. That seemed like it's more fun. and I think Freddie would have preferred that. Apparently, there's a lot of hand of of, of uh, Roger Taylor sorry, for the wrong way Brian May and Roger Taylor in there. They don't tend to have the best taste when it comes to these type of things. It might be a bit too semi serious, and it might be a bit too. Oh, but Queen carried on after Freddie. It was successful too. Ain't nobody fucking want that. No, that's true and you've gone a little bit over your time but I'll I'll make this one quick Um, Sacha Baron
0: Cohen would have been the better choice in my opinion because he does have a bit more musical chops I like Rami Malek and I do like Mr Robot but that's for very different reasons why I like Queen
1: (laughs) so yeah this one could go either way we'll see what happens I want to see who they get as a replacement director for for, um... Ron Howard (laughs) get Ron Howard Howard you've done it again (laughs) we need it to happen we're just going to keep
0: doing this until we like a Ron Howard movie again. Look, I like Ron Howard movies. Like, I liked Rush when that came out. That was a great movie. but it's uh, not... Rush is good, yeah. Rush is really good. I haven't, watching to the... I
1: haven't watched In Heart of the Ocean yet. No, no I, haven't, I haven't watched that. Moby Dick with Thor and Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, which, you'd think which on paper be good, sounds yeah. good. I think I think Punish is in it as well. For, really? Oh, I might be wrong on that one. Ignore me on that one. Um, right, okay. That wasn't an exhaustive list, by all means, but we are, we'd we like to think we could everything we're genuinely excited for next year. Pretty much. Um, I'll be honest, most
0: of it is Infinity yeah. War. Fuck, they played that trailer. I went to go and see Star Wars Last Jedi for the second time, and they played the Infinity War trailer, mm-hmm. so I got to see it on a oh. screen. Oh my God, I just want, oh. I want it now. I want everything. I want it now. Do you
1: have a predicted top five? Because I do.
0: Um, Infinity War definitely for number one. Yeah. Deadpool 2 for number two, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that Incredibles 2 will be number three. Um, and beyond that, I, I kind of want to be surprised what's coming out. Maybe Ant Man of the Wasp at number four. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping an Oscar movie will be in there and an anime movie will be in there. But we'll see what happens.
1: I mean, a complete change in fortunes. I've got Avengers Infinity War at one, Deadpool 2 at two, and Incredibles 2 at three. <laughs> Right. Right. <laughs> we're we're, um, we're pretty much a hive mind on this year then. <laughs> I've gone with Creed 2 at number 4. Right. Okay, because I want Creed to live it. I've gone with Black Panther at number 5. I have a good feeling about Black Panther and I'm not entirely sure why. I've just there's a lot of momentum that I'm just feeling like it's going to be good. It's going to be something different, it's going to be a, a refreshing change of pace from what we've had. And
0: even though I'm sick of seeing the trailers like when I hear the 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 music that they've gone like, in that run the the one from Run the
1: Jewels like Ding, yeah, Ding, yeah, yeah Ding. I'm like i'm just gonna really just get on board with this one i'm fucking ready for it so yeah um that that does exclude stuff like ready player one which i am excited about but have my doubts uh the star wars that's coming out this year and jurassic world and ant-man but yeah i'm pretty pretty solid i got it completely wrong for the last two years my predicted top five I don't think I've ever even got it slightly right, and called one correct placement other than *Force Awakens*. Yeah, I got that right, but uh, yeah, this is
0: going to be a *Force Awakens* situation this year, though. Surely, surely *Infinity War* going to be the of best movie. Ultron,
1: Michael uh, got Russo Russo brothers for brothers, though. Uh, right. You can go and read the written version of these uh, articles where I put together every trailer for all these movies we talked about that we have at the moment. Uh, There's also a video game one if you want to go check that out as well. And you can also go check out all of our reviews for 2017 movies, 2017 games, and all that good stuff over on our website which is Fowlentertainment.com. But, of course, you can go and
0: find us on social media as well, on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, etc., under the username Foulentia, that's F-O-U-L-E-N-T, and you can go and find me personally on Twitter and Instagram
1: under the username ThatMikeOwen. Darren? You can find me, Twitter and Instagram, at the, uh, at the TheGutage as well. Uh, and, yeah, that's basically all of our wrap-up articles and wrap-up podcasts done. And then we get back to reviews. Like I said, Coco's out today. That's hopefully going to be review number one. If not, we'll be seeing you in February for the start of our MCU year. It gets close. It's going to be every month soon. It's going to be ridiculous. My God! Yeah, we're going to be kicking off with Black Panther in February. Thank you very much for listening. Bye
0: bye. Bye.